Hello, welcome back to The Passion Project. My name is Alex Adams, and today we'll be talking to Kevin Tibbles. He is a friend of my dad's. He has worked uh, for NBC as a correspondent and has also been to many Olympics with NBC. Um, he's not a sports journalist, but uh, yeah, and he's a huge Leafs fan. So we'll just talk about a little bit about his experiences as a Leafs fan for his entire life. And then we'll go into uh, a little bit about his experiences kind of uh, at Olympics and, and uh, covering sports a little bit too. So how are you doing? Hey, well, thanks for having me, Alex. I guess you're right in saying I'm not a sports journalist, but if you cover the Olympics, I guess you do do a yeah, little bit of sports. Exactly. But uh, I get your point. And uh, thanks for not making fun of me for being a Leafs fan. <laughs> so I just want to jump in a little bit as you've been a Leafs fan your whole life. Um, what was your first memory of being a Leafs fan? And do you even remember 1967 when they won the cup? I have uh, all kinds of memories of being a Leafs fan. Um, I certainly remember the cup in 1967. Obviously, um, as a matter of fact, I have one of those old export A uh, calendars that they used to give out back when uh, even saying the word export A was allowed. Um, and it's got, it's got, it's a 66, 67 one. So it's got uh, the Leafs there with the cup uh, with, uh, you know, the great Stafford Smythe and Harold Ballard there. <laughs> um, and I have this and it is probably my, of all my, um, sports memorabilia that I have. I think that's probably my most cherished one because I got it when I was a kid. I had a, a little fort uh, set up in the crawl space of my parents' house in beautiful Scarborough, Ontario. And um, when my parents had retired and were moving and I was there helping my parents move, I went into the crawl space to look around to see if there was any stuff left with a flashlight and there <laughs> way in the back hanging from the wall was still that calendar and I still have it down here in my basement today. So is that my biggest uh, memory? Do I remember 67? Yes, I remember I remember uh, being of an age where you had to go to bed at the end of the first period, uh, <laughs> of the age of having to go to bed at the end of the second period, and um, and then uh, obviously uh, being allowed to stay up for the whole game and watch the Juliet show on the CBC <laughs> afterwards. So I have I'm full of memories. I could I could name you all of those players, um, many of them. Are, are still very dear to me. Some of them have signed my calendar. Oh, Bob wow. Nevin was one, uh, although Bob Nevin wasn't on that team. He signed it later, but uh, I believe Alan Stanley's on there. Uh, of course, you never forget someone like Johnny Bauer and Honky the Christmas Goose. Uh, <laughs> you don't forget Terry Sachuk and his mask. Uh, Shaky Walton, just because I always thought that he was like a Playboy movie star. Um, uh, Tim Horton, of course. Yeah. Um, it just got Jim Pappen, even. I mean, I knew every one of these guys. And it's funny, I've just come back from New York where I'm doing a story on Topps baseball cards. Oh, yeah. And, and for me, um, w the stuff that I learned in New York just this week doing this uh, thing on Topps, I mean, I can translate that back into my youth. We, I had the cards, mm -hmm. we, we traded cards. 
we put cards on the spokes of our bicycles. Um, our mom bought sheriff jelly uh, and sheriff puddings where you got the little coins. Um, <laughs> my brother and I collected those and played hockey with those, you know, on the floor of the basement. So, yeah. So you ask me about the Leafs. Um, I'm not going to be hackneyed or whatever. Um, I'm not going to say it was like a religion. It was just those fellows were larger than life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say the largest of all would have been David Keon. So I was I was just going to ask, did I, did you have a favorite player growing up? But I guess that Dave Keon would be that that guy for you. Yes, I was always number fourteen in house league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have been. I might have been number ten for a while because uh, I think George Armstrong uh, was another um, childhood idol of mine, just because he reminded me of everything that was. Um, solid and upstanding and good and i know he's recently passed away and yeah. i don't i just don't uh i just don't think of uh anything ex- except those kinds of qualities when i think of him and seeing him with the cup and seeing them in that black and white parade uh all those years ago because of course i guess color hadn't even been invented yeah yeah gonna- and then move and then wendell clark because Wendell Clark also re- represents to me that scrappy Western Canadian sort of, you know, Kelvington. That kind know. of gritty player that just kind of won't give up kind of kind of player. Well, and he never did give up. And he had yeah. the best snapshot in the world. And if you got in his face, you paid the price. <laughs> um, I would suggest that if the New York Rangers had somebody like that a week or so ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they might have they might have stood up to, to the, uh, the coaching yeah. staff might have survived who knows <laughs> yeah anyway, we're here to talk about the Leafs not Roger exactly um and how has your kind of Leaf fandom kind of evolved over over the the decades as they've kind of not been the best uh been kind of in mediocrity since basically the 1970s even until basically this year well, I guess they've been in mediocrity uh, since the expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it's been difficult. It's been horrible. Um, it's been demoralizing. Um, I've had my heart broken so many times. I've had my 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 hopes dashed before my very eyes. I've seen pyramid power. I've <laughs> seen paper bags on people's heads. I've seen guys behind the bench coaching that I, you know, what the heck was that all about? Um, and I also live in Chicago now, as you mentioned, yeah, um, or didn't mention, but anyway, I do live in Chicago now. And I've also seen the Chicago Cubs. And I saw what happened here when the Cubs overcame the Billy Goat curse or what have you. <laughs> I saw that if the fricking Cubs can win something, then damn it, the Leafs can too. And you know, I remember the year, uh, I can remember the year very well, because uh, I was living based in Calgary for the CBC then, mm-hmm. when the Leafs, Leafs went all the way, well, you know, all the way, uh, all the way as far as the Leafs go, uh, <laughs> but all the way to the Gretzky game um, yeah. and the Kings. And I can remember missing a, a, a party in the afternoon to watch that game. And I can remember, um, you know, the, 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 greatest of all time uh which yeah. by the way i hate that phrase goat i mean goat means the 
entire opposite of that to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I remember. I just remember that happening, sitting there, and once again realizing that it wasn't going to happen. And then, of course, don't even mention Boston because that <laughs> I was uh, my my children were home uh, at that point. I think from school, and when they went up like four one, I was running around the house, uh, literally running around the house. <laughs> jumping up and down and it was finally it's happening it's happening finally it's happening and my son who is probably I don't know first year at Dalhousie then or something he said to me listen dad sit down you're gonna jinx it <laughs> and uh, that's the meaning of goat yeah I was the goat that night <laughs> yeah. not James Reimer yeah. James Reimer wasn't the goat James yeah. Reimer was the Toronto goalie yeah. Um, Alan, was it who I know? It was Felix Potben in that? I think against yeah. the uh, yeah. the Kings, he wasn't the goat. You can't blame. It was it was it was just the way things happen. And I probably slept very well that night, knowing that all was well <laughs> in the world. Did you did you have a? So you mentioned Wendell Clark. Is there a current player that you really? uh like like i'm thinking just the way you've mentioned the players you like maybe a zach hyman that you really like on this uh current leafs team i love hyman um i they need hyman they need him to be healthy i wish people would uh you know keep their knees in yeah um, um i love hyman i love marner's drive i love the fact that they're toronto boys yeah i love muzzin um, I'm worried as hell about the Leafs defense, but I do love, I like Muzzin and, um, and there you go. I mean, I was a big fan of Claire, the milkman, Alexander. You can look him up one day. And <laughs> I will, I will. He was, he was a stay at home guy and it was, I was very happy to see Muzzin score the other night. So, and yes, they have the big superstars. Uh, yes, they do. And you don't need me to talk about them because yeah. everybody else is talking about them. And before we talk, kind of transition into more of the, your your opinions on the Leafs this year, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about kind of your uh, the sports you've covered uh, um, at NBC over the decades, and and um, you've been to Olympics, and and what was your favorite Olympic? When was your first Olympics? And uh, is there any kind of memories or cool experience you wanted to share? Well, my first Olympics was Torino. Um, Canada did not do so well in Torino after Salt Lake. Um, but I remember I was invited to watch the game with the two founders of Roots. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. And uh, uh, the two Michaels. And um, hopefully I'll get a T-shirt in the mail for this saying this. But I did watch the, 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 one of the games with them where Canada was kind of put out. And it was, it was kind of depressing, you know. And it was like... Um, um, it's kind of a drag. Uh, my favorite Olympics, I think, probably would have been Beijing, but that's a summer games. I, I'm yeah, obviously why, more... why was why was that? Oh, just the spectacle, just okay. the, the the sheer spectacle of uh, of what uh, they did there. Were you at the Olympic ceremonies? Yes, I was outside. I wasn't in the bird's nest because okay. I was work, uh, working, but um, I was. Uh, I was there, you know, I, I was in the cube. I covered Michael Phelps. I Oh, wow, that's great. That's um, so cool. I'm the uh, world's fastest man. 
uh, all these kinds. Of, I mean, yes, uh, but the spectacle and the fact that you know China remains, uh, despite the differences that uh, exist today, um, with regards to uh, our two countries, um, and I'm of course referring to Canada and China. Um, um, it was a spectacle, and I I was very amazed to see how regular Chinese citizens had spent days traveling on trains to get to Beijing just to go and look from the other side of a fence at the, wow. uh, at the and they're very proud of it. But obviously the most spectacular uh, for me uh, as a Canadian was uh, Vancouver. Uh, I was not living in Calgary. I didn't work uh, at the Calgary games, but um, I can tell you that on the day, I can tell you where I was. I can tell you exactly <laughs> what I was doing when Sydney scored that goal. I embraced and kissed two members of the Royal Newfoundland Constabulary <laughs> on the lips um, when that goal went in. I am so jealous because one of my producer friends, Bobby V, was behind the net for that goal. Wow. And if you ever look at any of those highlight uh, pictures, you can see him there standing there with his, with his iPhone in his hand. Wow. I was assigned to go to a beer tent. And of course I was terrified. Oh, geez, if, uh, if Canada loses, what's going to happen? Um, <laughs> but I was doing live shots from a beer tent that was set up outside. Uh, we had a live satellite truck there. And these, you know, uh, I mean, the great thing about a Canadian Olympics is that a lot of the, you know, a lot of the, the, uh, police officers and stuff were volunteers that came from other parts of the country oh, wow. and these 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 two lovely guys from uh, from newfoundland uh were stationed outside our satellite truck perhaps because if they lost they would have torched it i don't know um <laughs> and they um and they couldn't see the game and i said listen guys uh, stand on the steps and look through the door here you can see it on the thing and as we were watching uh the famous Iggy shout went up, yeah, or shout as the as I should say, and uh, puck went in, and uh, that was uh, there's only one other thing in my life that beats that, and that was uh, the '72 Paul Henderson, where oh, I was okay. where I was in grade nine. Were that you remains, uh, that remains to me the? I, were you uh, were you in school with the game on for Henderson? Yeah, grade nine geography class. That's black crazy. and white TV on one of those. Remember those things that used to bring those slide projectors around on mm -hmm. those carts that you got yeah. from the AV room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How would you compare just because like, I, I mean, I was 12 for Crosby's goal and I remember that. How would you describe what it was like to be in Canada for those two kind of huge hockey moments? I remember and again, I'll, this is why I um, I can tell you about the uh, 72 Henderson. The series started on the Labor Day weekend, I believe. Our family uh, was, was a camping family and we were up in Lakefield, Ontario, camping for the long weekend or whatever. A guy, a fellow friend of my parents had a TV set that he hooked up to his car battery and we watched this game on the tv was on the hood of his car you know like a mm -hmm. heavy biscayne or some freaking thing 
Plymouth. Um, and we all sat around, there was a campfire and we all sat around and it was, you know, this is gonna be really something. We're gonna destroy these guys. I must say Sochi was an interesting Olympics too, speaking of Russia. Um, we'll get into that. And, and of course, that was uh, that was also an amazing, uh, that was a lovely final game stick. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I, Canada went up like two nothing very early. And then, and you know, true, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau was there and mm -hmm. it was just, this is a, this is a Canadian moment, you know, this is like one of those commercials you see on TV. It's like, a, <laughs> this is like one of those hinterland who's who things. Yeah. And uh, this is it. This is Canada. Well, then they smoked us. <laughs> and, uh, and we were like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it was, we were stunned, mm -hmm. totally stunned. I don't care, you know. There's nothing more stunned like that. I mean, it was like Pearl Harbor. And um, it was Pearl Harbor to me. All these guys, you know, Espo and John Rattel, Ken Dryden, uh, Cornway. And um, it was like, oh my God. Well, then they came back and they did, you know, they did well in Toronto. Uh, I think they should have won a game in Winnipeg. They, they lost in Vancouver. And we all know about the, Esposito, Johnny Esau moment there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and we were like, and then they lost in uh, Russia or in Moscow. Um, and it was like, you know, and all the time there's like Foster Hewitt who mm -hmm. kind of sounded Great. like a frog on helium. And he was like <laughs> breaking, breaking in and out. And there we were. And it, the games were all on in the afternoons. And it was, and Brian Conacher was like trying his best to be the color guy and, mm -hmm. and Eagleson going berserk and, and running across the ice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, in hindsight, I think a lot of what we did over there was kind of like men behaving badly. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But, um, and Mahovlich, you know, like that Peter Mahovlich goal was like, that was a hinterland who's who moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody scores goals like that except hackers from Canada. Like nobody. <laughs> There's no finesse. There is just like pure yeah. effing determination. Yeah. So now compare that to um, compare that to Vancouver. Um, I mean, you really can't. Uh, the guy, our game changed tremendously after that series, and um, it's become so much faster. There's no more real lug nuts in the game anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and and. Uh, you know, there. I guess there. The, the Crosby goal was. I mean, I was hearing stories about people at the Vancouver airport refusing to get on planes. Like everyone was, <laughs> everyone was in the bar, yeah, watching the game, and they were saying, "Like, come out with a plane." And the people are saying, "Forget it." You know, <laughs> like, I'm not leaving. Know, yeah. And and so these are very important moments to me, and um, and. Uh, they're defining moments. I mean, I grew up in the Bobby Jimby age of, you know, one little, two little, three Canadians, all that kind of jazz, 67 um, Expo, uh, yeah. all that jazz. And, and you know, I, you can fault me for being Pollyannish about it, but, but uh, we, you know, these, these were my heroes as a kid mm -hmm. and they remain that way now, even if some of them were flawed. And yeah. then again, winning at Sochi, it was also, uh, I was at that game with some people from Calgary 
who were just there as fans. I just kind of snuck in and stole a seat. And um, wow. and it was also a, a wonderful, a wonderful are, moment. And are you talking about the, the men's final or the women's? I assume the men's final. I, w- I was talking about the men's final, but uh, uh, interestingly the enough, um, crazy. The women's final, no, I was at the women's final too. And that I, I just wish that I had been invited to that champagne and cigar smoking party that took place on the ice after the game. It would have yeah. been a great <laughs> scoop for me. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, I even remember when uh, Canada won in, uh, in 2014, I had a game in Jay Peak in, in Vermont literally oh, yeah. during the game so uh, we're playing the finals and we're you know looking over having like the coach tell us oh it's Crosby scored and stuff like that so it was a pretty pretty kind of interesting moment of all these Canadians in America and, and uh yes and, there there are some things that uh that still bind people together exactly and the and, Leafs are <laughs> one of them and uh, I just want to ask you a little bit more about the Olympics. Were there any kind of really cool famous athletes you've met and any kind of funny stories interacting with athletes at Olympics or even not at Olympics? Well, um, I have, uh, I've met a lot of, I mean, uh, uh, did I uh, done stories on OV, the grade eight. Mm-hmm. I, I had lunch with uh, Ovechkin at a Russian restaurant in Washington, D.C. What was that like? <laughs> well, he's, he, he's, uh, I wouldn't call him the most talkative guy. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's a, a, a language thing or not. I mean, um, I'm certainly not the greatest Russian speaker, so I'm not going to say that he wasn't talkative just because we're doing interviews in English. But but he uh, took me to lunch at, at a Russian restaurant and ordered me a bunch of, um, you know, Russian food off the menu. And uh, we did a story for the Today Show on that. And then we attended a practice with him and uh, just a really a, a very playful guy. Yeah. Practical joker kind of guy. Uh, the guy's built like a freaking brick outhouse, if you ask me. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, we interviewed a lot of his, his, his uh, fellow players at the time. I guess Adam Oates was the coach then. Uh, I did a story on um, one of the better hockey stories I did was in War Road, uh, Minnesota. Okay. Uh, which is, by the way, just south of Winnipeg. Yeah. Uh, it's in, um, it's, it's where a lot of American U.S. hockey tradition comes from. The, the uh, what, like... Uh, uh, Christian brothers, you know, the hockey sticks and all that. Um, um, Dustin Bufflin comes from just up the road, but the guy that also comes from uh, Henry Boucher was a star in the NHL. He played, uh, um, he was a a, a North American Indian, uh, as they would say in, in the States or, or indigenous person, a wonderful man played uh, for Detroit, uh, had, had, uh, injury to an eye and had to return retire but i believe he's one of the an uncle or a second uncle or cousin of uh of tj oshi who's from up there i was there. gonna ask i was just thinking about that yeah, yeah. and i did a whole thing with tj oshi uh for the olympics in uh, sochi so we were in uh, war road uh doing a story on sort of the, the and, and- hockey hockey town there and that's also where um the marvins come from and uh 
and she was on the the U.S. women's team. Oh wow! Okay, she comes from uh, from also from War Road, so it's a hockey hotbed, and it was just great to see that you know uh, everyone there had a backyard hockey rink. That's hockey, so cool. It was great. So, huh? That's so great. There's a couple of stories. Yeah, um, and uh, and just talking a little bit, transition a bit more into living in Chicago and being a Hawks fan. What's that like compared to being a Leafs fan, especially since? They won uh, three cups in the past decade in 2010, 13, and, and 15. Well, I, I joke with a lot of people that I had to move somewhere to see a Stanley Cup. <laughs> and, um, and so here I am. Uh, hockey played a really large role in the fact I even ended up here in the first place because when I was – in negotiations to find out when I was going, I was in, based in London at the time and I was going to be transferred and I, I, I didn't know where to go. Um, and when I was thinking about where to go, I remembered that my brother uh, was always Tony Esposito when he was in net in road <laughs> hockey. Yeah. And uh, again, uh, because we were kids, I could have named you <coughs> pretty much everyone on the Hawks in the, in the, you know, mid to late, the late sixties. I'd heard so much about the Chicago stadium, although it was gone. Um, you know, you'd, you'd grown up, you'd only get two hockey games a week or whatever on, yeah. on CBC or one on CTV or something. And uh, it wasn't in, in, unless it was the playoffs, you never got to see anything from another city. You got, you know, Toronto or Montreal. And, um, but when the playoffs came around, they'd come down and they'd say, like, you know, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you know, Montreal's going to be playing Chicago tonight from the raucous Chicago Stadium, the loudest yeah. <laughs> building. And the guy would nail that old fashioned pipe organ thing they had. And as kids at home, we were like, oh, my God, these people are insane. What is going on down there? It's crazy. And and. Um, it's one of my big regrets never going to the Chicago stadium. I, I never, um, but then of course it evolved to now with the, um, United center and Jim Cornelison sings the anthem here and people, you know, just cheer and listen, I grew up in an age where you had to put on a clip on tie to go to a leaf game oh, and, you wow. your, and you sat on your hands and, and it was, uh, you know, if you had to pee or something, you could not get up to the end of the period. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, down here, they're, they're cheering and, um, and uh, they cheer the anthem, which I think goes back to the, the days of uh, one of the Gulf Wars or something. But um, mm. it's, a dip, it's a different atmosphere. It's a raucous atmosphere. Um, they used to say, bring, you know, when I first moved here, the, the Hawks were dead. Yeah. They, weren't, they weren't even on TV. Wow. And, um, and then uh, they started this evolution, and they used to they used to say, "Bring your kids to watch our kids," and that was wow, the that's cool. and Taves and Kane phenomenon. And of course, yes, uh, we we were the beneficiaries here of of those Stanley Cups, and you know, they, mm-hmm. everyone, uh, you know, a million people on the street to celebrate that. What and was- it, it's great. What was it like to, did you go to the parades and, and uh, what was it like being in the city during those cup runs? Unbelievably exciting. Everyone was into it. 
Uh, yes, I went to all the parades. Wow, wow. Um, I went to a few playoff games. Um, Which ones did, did you go to any kind of late, deep in the playoffs? Oh, yeah, like, like finals. Finals. Wow. Um, two of the three cups were won on the road. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I wasn't there for the winning game when they won it here, unfortunately. I should have gone. I probably could have. But, um, but it was just, yeah, I mean – unbelievable excitement to see especially well, the first one you know in philadelphia was just because first off nobody knew the pocket got in the net yeah and he, you know even poor old doc emmerich was like what's going on <laughs> hey the puck slithered into the net oh and i was like whoa geez what's going on and it was in a way it was kind of deflating because it was like it wasn't that big, big root home run kind of thing Mm-hmm. But, you know, to see Patrick Kane going up the ice, flinging his gloves off, kind of like Sydney did, um, it was it was great. And and uh, I, that was a great team, you know, Seabrook and Keith and Bufflin. Yeah. yeah. A big buff. Yeah. He's, he's still one of my favorite guys. Yeah. Uh, Rangers could have used him the other night. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but there you go. So, yeah, it was a great moment. And I look, I love that team. Um I love that. I've followed them very closely. I love them. Um, I, I'll just transition a little bit then. I mean, I wasn't planning on this, but how do you, how do you like the Hawks so far in their kind of rebuild and kind of shipping away assets and recouping? And they actually had a pretty decent season too. They seem to um, start to gel at the end there. I mean, uh, I got to brink it in my hockey pool. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, he's and, a um, and I got Kaner too. Um, so they're well on the way. Uh, the fans are here. Chicago's a great sports town. Um, and, uh, and when they're doing well, uh, that place, well, the place is always packed anyway now. Mm-hmm. Always. And, uh, and it's, it's very exciting. And, um, you know, I just would like to see that translate to another place just once. <laughs> like my t-shirt, like my other t-shirt says, uh, just once before I die. <laughs> and so just transitioning back to to the Leafs, I guess. Um, how do you feel about their current squad and how do you like them in the playoffs this year, um, especially even in the first round against the Habs, which starts next week? Well, come on, Alex, I'm scared <laughs> to death. <laughs> scared to death yeah i how do i like the squad i love the squad i mean my god what a powerhouse yeah look at them all matthews yeah. nylander marner uh look at look at them all engvall or whatever mm-hmm. uh, i'm like uh thornton are my guys <laughs> yeah. so, um why am i scared to death because they still have that jinx that they can go out there and score three goals in about a minute and a half and not even break a sweat. Yeah. And then they can do what fold like a house of cards, like we have seen so many times. And they like, I mean, I got nothing. Uh, Ottawa is an up and coming team. They lose to Ottawa no, it's the end of the season. Maybe they're getting ready. I don't know what's going on. Um, at some point, probably the next question you're going to ask me, well, what about their goaltending? <laughs> so go ahead and ask it. So what about their goaltending? Do you trust it? Do you trust Anderson or Campbell? Um, I mean, Campbell's had a really good 
year and his numbers are great, but Anderson has not. So do you trust either of them? And who do you think they should start in game one? Oh, I'm scared to death. Didn't I already say that? <laughs> I, um, I, um, no, Anderson is unbelievable. Anderson carries that team around on his back. And when he doesn't, which has been happening with some frequency, although he's been injured, uh, just to show how sad a state I'm in. I even watched a couple of those Marley's games where he was, <laughs> I get Marley's games down here. It's like awesome. Really? Wow. That's I love great. the Marley's. Yeah. Um, or the Marlboro's as they were known. They used to be on TV on Saturday afternoons when I was a kid. Interesting. Marlboro's huh? and the Hamilton Red Wings. But, um, wow. um, you know, he didn't look so hot playing for the Marlies either. And um, he's coming back, but he'll stand on his head for you. Uh, the problem is that I often worry that the team is looking at the goalie for their inspiration. And if, and if, 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 if it's not there, you know, like then it kind of fails. Now, Campbell is what a surprise, what a gift. Yeah. No. So who should they start? I have no answer for you. Okay. I mean, if They're I were playing them, Campbell tonight, though, right? Friday I, night. I believe so, but I don't know if that's just because Anderson played uh, on Wednesday. I don't know how um, they're going to go about it. I mean, does this Habs team kind of scare you, or is it more just are the Leafs going to implode? Is that the more like? <laughs> I predict. Um, I predict that the Leafs will not implode against the Habs. I have complete confidence in them. I am so thankful that after all these years, we may actually have a rivalry back between these two wonderful cities, both of which I have lived in and love. Um, I love the Habs too. Um, unlike our uh, esteemed prime minister, esteemed prime minister, mm -hmm. who's Come threw down on. the gauntlet yesterday, yeah. I'm just going to say to uh, Justin Trudeau, Maple Leafs jusqu'au bout. <laughs> um, and if he wants to bet me, uh, he'll be buying me a hot dog steamé all dressed because <laughs> Leafs are going to beat them. But if I, you know, if he yeah. wins the bet, then he can come down here and I'll buy him a Chicago hot dog. But <laughs> but uh, I, I would uh, get a steamé all dressed uh, after the Leafs beat the Habs. Although, again, the Habs have these young guys, man. This Anderson guy is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you worry about Price in the playoffs? If, because he has come back and is supposed to play. Does that kind of scare you? Because if I was a Leafs fan, I'd be – that'd be my kind of biggest fear is Carey Price just goes AWOL for two weeks and you can't score on him. Yeah, that's a concern, but um... – I think the Leafs have the offense to, you know, what also scares me is, uh, uh, you know, Montreal's got pretty good defense. Yeah. You know, so you can't beat Shea Weber. A bunch uh, of big bodies. Yeah. So, you know. and they're, they're also a rough team. You know who does scare me? Corey Perry. <laughs> yeah. Corey Perry scares me to death, primarily because, if I ran into him in the street, I think I'd be scared of him. Uh, <laughs> just looking at him, I get scared. And, you know, he's a guy they pick up. You know what I mean? Like, I think Corey Perry was like floating around going, hey, can I still play hockey for anybody? And everybody's like, 
And Montreal sure. goes, yeah, we'll try you out. Well, what are you talking about? This guy, these are the guys that are going to win it for you. Mm-hmm. And um, he was great in the playoffs last year for Dallas. He was great. Like, he's, he's a killer. He's a yeah. team killer. Uh, and he, I mean, physically and mentally, he can do it. Too. He'll, mm-hmm. in front of the net, there's nobody better. I mean, him and he and Thornton, Spezza, you need these guys. Just like the 66-67 Leafs, <laughs> the veterans are going to save the day for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So just going into that, do you think this team's going to win the Cup this year? Do you feel like it's finally their year? Or do you kind of think it's the third round and get out of the North? Or kind of where do you predict or feel in your in your gut where the, the Leafs are going to end up? I can't answer that question because I have too much. Um, I just have too much anxiety. <laughs> uh, I expect the Leafs to get out of the North division. Uh, I'm, I'm lucky enough to see a lot of games. Well, I mean, you guys see a lot of games too, but uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of, I've spent a lot of time watching random games here and there. There are some pretty solid teams uh, playing in, the, you know, the other divisions. Um, you know, the current Stanley Cup champs uh, are one of them. They do have goaltending. Um, so I'm not going to know. I mean, that's been happening to me for over yeah. 50 years. For yeah. over 50 years. My my question. Uh, people have my, been telling me that the Leafs are going to win, and I believe them. So I'm not going to I'm not going to share that with. <laughs> my the, question uh, to you is: What should they do if they if they were to lose early in like the first or second round? Do you think they should blow it up? And I mean, Anderson's <laughs> Anderson uh, is a free agent. Would you bring him back if he, let's say, was like mediocre in in the playoffs? No, I I would say he's probably had his chance. I think most people would agree with that and you know at the at the end of the day it is hockey it's not uh you know it's not crokinole you can't be sooner or later you gotta step up to the plate to mix the metaphors and uh if they lose but you know who are they going to get as a goalie is Campbell their guy um you know I I don't know Mm -hmm. but I think you got one I think you got one more chance yeah yeah and just just to end it off, if the Leafs were to win the cup this year, how would you celebrate? Uh, by running naked uh, down my street, getting <laughs> arrested. Uh, I would, uh, uh, I would, uh, if I was allowed to cross the border, I would immediately uh, go uh, to Toronto, and just and just stand there. Like I would just go there. <laughs> I just go and. Just stand there and, and breathe it wouldn't, all in. Wouldn't it be the most Leafs thing that they, they win the cup and they can't even have a parade? I, I just find that yeah. would be just the most Leafs thing ever is even <laughs> in even in ecstasy, there's some <laughs> pain and, and and you can't even fully live. Well, here's here's the deal. Uh the Leafs are gonna win the cup and they'll have the parade in Buffalo. I think it'll be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. We can all get chicken wings and uh, drink Genesee cream ale. And, uh, uh, it, you know, <laughs> I, um, if the Leafs were to win it, it's great. Yes, that would be a horrible irony. Um, let's hope everyone has their shots by then. Exactly. Let's, let's hope. But uh, anyways, uh, thanks so much for this, Kevin. I had a great time. And, uh, yeah. Um, 
Thank you. <laughs> and um, and uh, go Leafs go and uh, Leafs just go boo or whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah. I um, I just don't know how to. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, anxiety. There's a lot of anxiety going on yeah, right now, yeah. but I still uh, I just can't wait to hear uh, either Joe Bowen or somebody Chris Cuthbert or <laughs> all my old buddies like uh, like uh, Cuthbert and Gord Miller. I just can't wait to hear them uh, to say he the, 20, the 2021 <laughs> NHL. Uh, Stanley Cup champions are the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. Right? So, yeah. yeah. But I see, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> I can, because I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thanks, a lot. Yeah. thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. And thanks, listener, for another uh, passion project. And we'll see you soon. Cheers.